It's our 50th episode. It's our 50th! Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to the I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now podcast, where we tell true stories of survivors of true crime, natural disasters, and everything else in between. Welcome to our 50th episode. 50! OMG! I know. When we began this, way yes. back when, way like, back when, year and a half ago, almost two years ago yeah. now, did you think we'd still be doing it? No. <laughs> I don't know. I think I was hopeful. I see how it is. It's okay because you made our favorite drink again. Cantaloupe's round two. We're back with it. But you changed it. I did change it a little bit. So we didn't have the exact same drink as Still we delicious. had before. Yeah. So technically this could kind of be part of our Disney series yeah. of drinks. Maybe calling back to that. Maybe not. So we made cantaloupe's, which are my very favorite drinks in Epcot. Same. I think also, yeah. Yes. Your very favorite drinks. And it is, I made some fresh cantaloupe juice, so I whirred up some cantaloupe and then strained it all. Uh, I did two cantaloupes this time, so we were ready to rock and roll. So cantaloupe from two juices, and then we put about a half a bottle of vodka in there. (laughs) I'm already slurring. (laughs) That's good times. A little bit of simple syrup, Mm -hmm. and then we topped it off with some 7-Up. That was the big change up this time. They turned out hella yummy and hella bomb. Yeah. And They're easy to drink and it's nice and cold mm. on a hot day. Yes, it's hot in here again, Caitlin. It's not as bad as last time, so save it, sister. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will save it. So, looking back among all these 50 episodes, yeah. do you have a favorite episode that you can think of? I think think one of my favorite there's a lot I like them all I liked all the stories a lot I think the ones that I have told I like the rope strong one oh, yeah, that episode was, three that was a classic that is probably by far one of my favorite episodes yeah well maybe not by far but it's a favorite and then Hashtag the Chernobyl one oh just because it was interesting so what about you Michelle oh you know, one of my favorite episodes, I think, was the one where Amy guest starred. Oh, yes. And we had those Brandy Alexanders, which I mm-hmm. thought were going to be fucking disgusting. And turns out they were quite delicious. Yeah, they were really good. I think that was just fun. I think it was just fun to have Amy here. Yeah, it's and true. So... Before we jump in, I just want everyone to know that I found a wedding dress, and it's beautiful. It so. is beautiful. Aww. It was very touching when you bought it, and... You were kind of emotional. I think, like, once you picked it. Yeah, it once like, I picked it, I'm like, I'm oh, getting married. This is happening. That's very sweet. You're going to be hot as hell in it. Yeah, for sure. Not as in temperature. As oh, in I see. Sexiness oh, thank is what you. I'm saying. Okay. Mm. No, all the dresses you tried on were super cute. There was a few, it was like, eh. Yeah. They're all right, but they're clearly not the one. Agreed. But. She's it funny. was it was just so fun hanging out with your parents, <laughs> right? Having mimosas. Your dad had like mimosas ready to rock and roll. Yeah, he was not. Shy. Then we ran back to the house and reloaded on more mimosas. That's right. We and did. then headed back out to rock and roll once more. Good times. I know, and well Good done time. finding your dress on the first trip. Thank you. I don't think that always happens. <laughs> no, no, no. It's beautiful. All right, all right, all right. Ready to jump in? Yes. Episode 50, story 50. number one. Ooh. Caitlin Wise. So 
Dr. Sahaf. So this story is about Karen Widows. So it's around 1990, 1991 Ooh. I was in 8th grade, FYI. I was born. You can so. fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. So Karen is 13 years old at this time. Okay. And she actually starts to date this boy named Leonard Tilton. Leonard Tilton, mm-hmm. huh? Okay. And he's 17 years old. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to reserve judgment at this point. <laughs> Actually, I can't say anything. I dated a 16-year-old when I was 13. Almost 14, though. But still. It okay. seemed normal at the time. Yeah. But you think back and you're like, nah. <laughs> So he would shower her with, I love yous, you're so beautiful, the whole shebang. Mm, okay. Very romantic. Yeah, but Karen's mom, Betty, she always felt there was something off about him. Like he wasn't good boyfriend material or something was just not right. So she had sort of an intuition was like, I'm not into this Mm -hmm. guy very much. Maybe it's because a 17-year-old is dating her 13-year-old daughter. That's probably what it is. That is true, but also could be that Karen even would tell Betty that he kind of creeped her out sometimes and didn't want to be around him. <laughs> okay, girls. Um, I'm going to give you a little <laughs> dating advice for going forward. If you are occasionally creeped out by the guy you're dating, do not fucking date that guy anymore. Absolutely. I'm just kidding. I actually got super creeped out by this one guy I was dating. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't ever see him again. And, you know, I don't know whatever came up with him, but... I'd end that shit because I got wildly creeped out by him at one point. You listened to your guy. I did listen. All right. Sorry. So they actually dated for two years. So Karen is now 15, but they broke up. She broke up with him because she wanted to have a life again. Because whenever she got a new friend or wanted to hang out with her friends, he would just blow up and just be angry and really Mm. controlling and stuff. So she's just like, I can't, man. I'm a teenager. Let me have some fun. I just got to be free. Yeah, exactly. The breakup actually went okay. Like, okay. he would still call Karen every now and again just to see how she's doing. They kind of continued to be friends. Okay. Seems fairly normal. Mm-hmm. Karen even started dating someone else, and she thought Leonard, you know, did as well. So they both kind of moved on, but still kept in touch. Okay. Everything seemed good, but... I was going to say, yeah, there's a big old butt right. coming. Then Karen started getting phone calls, and when she answered, the person would hang up. So Mm. she would just get hang-up phone calls. Well, and this is back in the days, probably even before caller ID. Well... I mean, or close to it. The thing is that she thought it was Leonard because he always would call her from a payphone. Oh. So... So payphones called. Because I remember back... God, around this time, mm-hmm. I was because I was about the exact same age as <laughs> our dear Karen was. And at that point, I actually had my own phone line in my bedroom mm-hmm. with my answering machine, but I didn't have caller ID at that point. Okay. So, but I did get caller ID within the next couple years. Okay. I recall. So, I see. Anyway, it wasn't like all the phones just had caller ID on right. them like they do now. You Cute. Know. Anyway. <laughs> Edit it out, by the way. <laughs> so then one day at school, she had an early release. Okay. And no one knew about it. I mean, it was just an early release, I it guess, It was like a spontaneous her. early I release? I guess so. Or... 
So she uh, walked home, and right when she shuts the front door, there's a knock at it, mm. and it is Leonard. Mm. She asked him what he was doing there, and he said that he was just in the neighborhood, even though he lived 45 minutes away from her house. Oh, I'm in the neighborhood. I thought I'd stop by yeah. right when you got home. Mm-hmm. I see. That did creep her out, but not enough to call the police or anything like that. Okay. It is now one year since the breakup, and Leonard calls her up and tells her that he's actually moving to California. Where are they again? Did uh, say? I didn't say it, but Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. So this is a big move mm-hmm. for Leonard. Yeah. But Karen didn't believe him for a second. <laughs> oh, okay, Karen. But he even came over and gave Betty, her mom, a hug goodbye and said his goodbyes. Okay. Yeah, psycho. Mm. So it was a few days, and then... Karen was on a bus with her boyfriend, and guess who they see on a payphone? Leonard. So, are they, like, passing on the street, and they see him on the sidewalk on the payphone? Mm -hmm. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they're on a bus, and they're driving by, and... They're like, oh, shit, there's Leonard. Yeah, so he's not in California. So... Mm -hmm. But after that day, the creepy prank phone calls were happening again, so Betty had to change their number. Oh, that sucks. I know. So, since Leonard couldn't call anymore, because, of course, that's who it was... Yeah. <laughs> um, he, he started to write letters, apparently from California, that was dated, you know. Or... I'm assuming she's not like, hey, Leonard, I know you're not in fucking California, you big no. liar. <laughs> no. But his letter said that he has met another girl named Karen, who was the same height, same weight, same age, and he accidentally got her pregnant, so he's going to be a dad. Oh, that's a... Plot twist yeah. I was not expecting. Okay. But then another letter came that she received that said that he lied about moving and that he still loves her. Okay. So. Okay. Leonard is a little unhinged, I a think. <laughs> she states, it had been a year and four months at the time that we had been broken up and I had moved on. I had this new boyfriend. Life was great. I figured life was great for him. She still continued to be friends with him, though, because they dated for two years, and as teenagers, it was a big part of her life. With things dying down, their friendship was okay, and Karen even invited him over to hang out with her and her boyfriend. Oh, okay. So that was actually the night that everyone was glued to their TV, because that's when O.J. Simpson was being chased by police in 1994. No, that can't be right. Oh, yeah, that can't. Sorry. Yes. I looked this up. No, I know. Okay. I'm sorry. I thought, uh, I don't know. I was like, wait a minute. The we trial. were 1991 first. Right, and years. Yeah. yeah. No, I remember the fucking trial and that whole mm-hmm. chase, chase and the yeah. white Bronco. Mm-hmm. So once that chase was over, Leonard pretty much just took off. And then she's like, okay, all right. Okay, so they watched it on TV together. Yep, and once and it ended. And then he went home. Mm-hmm. Okay, presumably home. Yeah. After a few days, nothing out of the ordinary, but then Karen gets a call from Leonard saying that he dyed his hair black and she just has to see it. Mm, Okay. So he took the bus to her house and when she saw him, she didn't say it to him, but she's like, in her head, she's like, he looks evil with his hair dyed black like that. Yeah. So after he showed off his hair, she walks him to the door. Before he leaves, he states with a straight face, I could kill you because no one knows that I'm here. She quickly shut the door and locked it. Her gut told her that he was actually going to kill her. That is 
creepy as right. shit. Right. <laughs> I know. She tried to shake this feeling away and told herself that this she was just being stupid and he wasn't going to do that. She states, I knew better, but I chose to ignore it. She ignored her gut oh, instincts. Gosh. Can you read what your book says again? Oh, it's, it's a different full, one. Yeah, it's Oh, I have mine, but okay. it's not the right one. It just says your gut knows. Trust that bitch. I think it's your gut knows what's up. Trust that bitch. Yes, that yeah. is right. Okay. So, always listen to your gut, everyone. Everyone. So. Even if it's irrational, you gotta listen to yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? Make yourself safe. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, mm. uh, Karen, I'm so worried <laughs> for you. Okay. So, he went away. Okay, so, I'm, I could kill you because... No one knows I'm here. No one knows I'm here. Ah, shut the door. Lock, Lock. it. He went away. Okay. And here we are. Yep. So now it's a few days later. Okay. And it's early in the morning, and she's awakened by rocks hitting her bedroom bedroom window. Mm. She looks at her bedroom window, and it's Leonard, and he motions at her to open the door. She opens the door a little bit, but doesn't let him in, and just is talking to him. Mm. He then just, like, barges his way in, and Karen tells him that he's not supposed to be there, because her mom's at work right now, so she's home alone. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. He says he knows and he'll leave in a minute, but of course he doesn't. Karen calls her grandma, who lives just a few doors down, hmm. and she keeps fighting with him to leave, and he won't. So she goes into her rooms and shuts the door, and she lays in bed. Okay. Karen's I'm gra- assuming she's, like, maybe locked the door, her bedroom no, door or something. she just shut the door. So he's just, like, hanging out in the living room or something, and yes. she is now gone back to bed yep, in her upstairs. room. Yep, so Karen's grandma comes over, and she actually searches the house, and Leonard is gone. She can't find anyone. Mm. So she leaves. She goes back home. Karen fell asleep, so maybe the grandma checked on her, and she was sleeping. Mm. No one was in the house, so she's like, everything's fine. Everything's peaceful. Yeah. I'll head back home. Mm-hmm. Okay. So at this point, clearly Karen is not super concerned about Leonard. No. Like, not terribly afraid of him. She's creeped out. Yeah. And he said some creepy shit. hmm But overall... I guess she's kind of used to this behavior, maybe. Mm, okay. And especially with her grandma having, you know, called her grandma and nothing happened. So so she, you know, is asleep. But she's awoken by a strange sensation. Mm. As she looks down, Leonard is at the foot of her bed, caressing her feet under the sheets. What? She, uh. she screams and jumps out of her bed. She runs down the stairs with Leonard behind her. I hope she accidentally kicked him right in his fucking face <laughs> Before she ran away. She tried to remain calm and asked him to leave. She asked, are you ready to go? He said, yes. Can I strangle you? As he wrapped his hands around her throat. What? Oh. No, bitch, you can't (laughs) strangle me. That's how that's going. Oh. As he is choking her, he actually chokes her and lifts her up by her neck above his head. She eventually passes out. Shit. When she wakes back up, she finds herself in a dress and covered in blood. Hmm? So he, she was in her pajamas, so he changed her clothes. What? And now she's in a dress, but she's covered in blood because he has stabbed her. <gasps> what? Yes. I mean, I guess I should have seen something like this coming. <laughs> Karen oh. looks up and sees Leonard kneeling on the floor holding a 14-inch serrated butcher knife. <gasps> He then stabs her in the chest. Oh. 
God, I got kind of a pain in my chest right? just now. She states, it was like he was prying my ribs open, and he was hissing, hissing and making grunting sounds. Oh. Karen thought she would never see the sun again and wanted to see her mom before she died. Oh, I know, Karen. right? So how old is she? She's like... 16. 16, okay, yeah, thank you. Yeah, she's 16 now. So, so he's like 21 or something like that at this point. Yeah, around, Or yeah. 20 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. So he then took the knife, wrapped it into a towel, and threw it underneath the bed. He also wrapped Karen in a sheet and put her under the bed, too. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Before that, though, he kissed her on the lips and told her that he loved her. He also said that he was going to kill himself by jumping off the nearby bridge. Good heavens, Leonard. He word. Yeah. He left as Karen could feel herself dying. She knew she had to get out. With her right hand holding her chest, she squeezed out from under the bed. So she had to sort of untangle herself from From the the sheet sheet. she's Uh wrapped up in and the dress that she has been dressed in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Holding her fucking stab wound. Her second stab wound. Yeah. Well, she's, oh. yeah. She's been stabbed a few times now. Oh, jeez. But that was the major one. Oh, God. So she staggers into her room and calls 911. When the dispatcher answers the phone, Karen states, I'm being murdered. <gasps> I'm sorry. <laughs> that was very dramatic. <laughs> it's a dramatic story. It's crazy. <laughs> Unfortunately, Leonard hears this. And he comes back. Oh. Oh. He grabbed her by the face and knocked her to the floor. So right. did he, he said, just fully expect her to die under the bed then? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, he, sorry, I said, he said, just die. Karen, let yourself go. Let yourself die. Oh, my God. Leonard left again, and with deep wounds and only one inch away from her heart, she dragged herself all the way to her grandparents' house. A few houses down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I hope she's like, fuck you, Leonard, right. this whole time. Absolutely. And she's army crawling her way there. But yeah, the the knife wound was an inch away from her heart. Oh my so, god. Ugh. Ugh. As she got to the top of the steps, her grandparents ran to her and she collapses in her grandpa's arms. Can you imagine how fucking traumatized their grandparents are? Yeah. Like, ugh, the thing they love the very most in this world right? is bleeding out in, on their doorstep. Absolutely. Oh my god. Ugh, ugh, Karen. So the neighbor across the street saw Karen. And so he ran over and he's actually a cop. Oh, okay. So he called it in. And she gave a very good description of him, and he wanted to see if he was still in the area. Karen was able to tell him, like, hey, he was... He's fucking at the house, like, two minutes ago. Remember, he was going to go to the bridge and jump off. Oh, but I thought he was still at the house when she... Well, she went the first time, yeah. Because he was leaving, and he could hear her call 911, so he went back. Oh, okay. And then he left again? And then he left again. Okay, that's what I missed. I yes. apologize. So he's off jumping off a bridge, yes. being hella dramatic and a lame <laughs> Yeah. And then Karen is mm-hmm. uh, being a badass, making her way to her grandparents' house, having the cops come, fucking killing it all around. Okay, Absolutely. go around. So, go on. Sorry, not go around. <laughs> so the cops went to the bridge, and guess who was there? Leonard was oh, there. Oh, he was there? Yeah. I fully expected him not to be there at home, like, playing video games or some shit. Little Super Mario World or some (laughs) crazy... Don't bring Mario into this. I know. I've tarnished Mario now. (laughs) Um, So, Leonard was there at the bridge about to jump, but police got to him first. Hmm. 
He was even holding a picture of Karen. Good lord. And the cops could not recognize who the picture was. It's because Karen was so bloody and beaten up, they couldn't recognize her from that photo. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Oh, Karen. So as they're getting him, Karen is rushed to the hospital. And she's still conscious, so she's still awake. Probably feeling it all. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. She had a collapsed lung, so they had to put a chest tube um, inserted into her chest. And they were unclear if her heart was actually stabbed. Once they stabilized her, Karen's family was able to visit, but doctors did not know if she was going to survive the night, so the family got to say their goodbyes. <gasps> oh, oh <heartbreaking. laughs> I know. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, no, it gets worse. Oh, Shut it up. gets worse? Yeah. I thought we were at the, like, climax of the worst. No. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. So. I won't cry. All right. That's fine. <laughs> she survived, but she learned that she was actually raped while she was unconscious when he strangled serious? her. Mm-hmm. Like as they were doing her medical medical examinations yep. and mm-hmm. such, they uncovered this. Yep. Oh. And she was actually the last person to know. Oh. Her mom and grandparents knew before she even knew. That's terrible. Right? Oh. And it was even more unfortunate because the justice system kind of failed her. I'm like, oh, yeah. are we surprised? No. I shouldn't say that, but are uh, we surprised? Just, uh, it's just so hard. Okay, so the charges against Leonard were rape, aggravated assault, and possession of a weapon. Karen was mad because attempted murder was not I was like, hang tight, where the fuck is attempted murder? I don't know. Which I feel like they would have enough evidence for that. Because, okay, as a victim... Maybe advocate, because of all the stab woundings? I'm just thinking thinking out loud here. I don't know. Because it looked like... I mean, it was planned because he brought the knife. So I don't know. Because as a victim advocate, I've had times where I had to tell victims that they were not going to continue on with their... Like, there wasn't enough evidence. Like, there wasn't Aww. enough sufficient evidence to prosecute, prosecute their, like, case. And that's heartbreaking to hear. Yeah, that is heartbreaking. But I don't... I mean, so it's just... Mm, made it... I Maybe don't know. they figured those were the ones that would stick and the other ones wouldn't. Maybe. <sighs> I don't I'd know. I hope it's not like, he's a good guy and it'll fuck up his life if we do too much. No, I don't know. But it's just so hard with... I don't know. Um, at the preliminary, he- preliminary hearing, she gave her statement. While he sat there watching her... He wore the exact same clothes that he attacked her in. What? The same shirt, shoes, shorts, exactly all the same. (sighs) Also, when she was done with her statement, he mouthed, I love you to her. Oh, God. (laughs) Fuck you, Leonard. Fuck you. She told the judge, and the judge told her just to ignore him and just, you know, focus on herself. Not like in a rude way, just like. You know, don't worry about him. Just continue yeah. on. Yeah. God, um, the fact that you have to do that in front of them. I know. Yeah. No, Ugh. it's terrifying. Yeah. It takes a lot of bravery to do that. To it face does? your, yeah, offender. I can't even fucking imagine. Yikes. The DA wanted to raise his bail, and the court said that he couldn't afford it anyways, so they just kept it. But he did could he afford, afford it. it? Yeah. Uh, of course and he fucking did. He got out on bail. Karen was not even notified that he was released, though. Say what? Yeah. This is hard to hear. I know. This is all hard to hear. I know, because you can sign up for Vine, which is, like, victim information needed every day or something like that. Um, And you give them the offender, like, 
the the case number or his number and they will notify you when like a text message or an email or a phone call when they when the status of them have changed so if they mm. move to a different facility and when they are released the thing about that though they don't they tell him when he's released so not like hey he's gonna be released in two days oh they tell he's him, already out yeah. by the way yeah like hey Ugh. he's out but with this case i don't know if she signed up for that because you have to sign up for it so that's or why it could not have been available to her. Could have not been. Way back. But even that's so, true. she should have received yeah. a phone call at the right? very least. I think victims should know that shit. So, yeah. anyways. So. Well, so they can prepare her and maybe go into hiding. Mm-hmm. Because this freak who tried to kill her already is now out on the loose. And obviously still in love with her. In love, air quotes. Yeah. Well, the thing that... The way she found out that he was released is that she found a letter in her mailbox. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. Her and her mom read it together, and it said that she was the only girl that he would love. He's sorry. How could he do that to her? He did skip his next hearing, so there was a warrant out for his arrest, and he was arrested. Oh, well, good. And he did plead guilty to aggravated assault and rape. He was sentenced to 15 to 40 years in prison. So after 15 years, he is eligible for parole. So, he is eligible every year after that. So, So is he already eligible for parole as we speak? Yes. Hmm. So, Karen Karen had to relive this every year. Every year he was eligible. She had to go back and give a statement. Well, she didn't have to, but... She fucking did. (laughs) I mean, with this, victims have to relive that every year. Like, hey, this is happening every year. You're going to have to, like... Those wounds will never heal because it's just going to keep opening every year when this person may be out for parole, you know? Oh, my gosh. So, Karen actually is trying to get a law passed. It's called Karen's Law. Oh. And if passed, it would prevent sexual predators from being eligible for three years instead of annually. Oh, well, that would be something at the very least. They can have peace for, you know, a few years. Absolutely. So, the bill did pass in the Senate Judiciary Committee in April 2020. Oh, shit. Yeah, and it was unanimous. So oh, all right. They even added third-degree murder and voluntary manslaughter to that, so they would have to wait three years for that. So, Karen's law got expanded, Exactly. If you will. And it also um, expanded to having the victims give their appeals. Like, they can testify and see what, you know, mm. be there in person and give their testimony wow. about that. So it did pass. Unfortunately, with the COVID, the courts are closed right now. Oh, so it's not like pass pass. Yeah, it's not pass pass. I'm throwing your fucking notebook across the room, Caitlin. But I mean, it's looking good. It is looking good. So hopefully they open up because the only thing you could find was... Don't even give me hope. I'm going to rage quit this entire fucking podcast. There's always hope, Michelle. There's always hope. Save it. Yes. But yeah, so... Hopefully the courts open and it will get passed and it will be, you know, in law and... And she'll only have to see him once every three years instead of every year. Exactly. I hope he spends all 40 years in jail. I know, right? That would be good. Right? I just feel like so many sexual predators get released too soon. So I tried looking him up and it said that it was the same name. So it might be the same person, but it sounded like he got arrested again. So it sounded like he did get out. But was arrested again for, like, um, assault. Uh. Like, he got into a fight with someone. So he may be arrested again. Um, I It didn't say if that was the same person, so I, I don't want to say it was. Yeah. There was no, you know, clarifying 
thing. Okay. I mean, yeah, it could be the same. Either way, both of them are in jail. So, I mean, <laughs> like, so either way, they're arrested and in jail. So, oh. um, I'm hoping he didn't get out because how terrifying. I know. Because she said that he knew, she knew that he would come after her if he ever got out. So, I'm hoping that was just a different person. Or he just got arrested again and now in prison. I mean, clearly he's got some hang-ups on poor Karen and has right you know just zeroed in on her for some reason and you know you're gonna be with me or you're not gonna be with anyone type situation it's so weird that mentality i don't understand something has to be a little off something must have happened as a kid i mean something had to have happened that's what i always think it's like why did that person turn out the way Mm -hmm. that they've turned out and and in that area, I think we can have a lot of compassion for people who do fucked up stuff because most likely, I feel, and again, this is completely my own opinion, that something fucked them up. Right. And whether it was their parents being super shitty or whatever. And so we can forgive that aspect, but, right. you know, all Not the their shit. Actions. That, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, we can. Forgive the fucked up, but not the fucked up shit they did. Right. If that makes sense. Well, they have to be accountable for their actions. Like, everyone needs to be accountable for what they do. Absolutely. I am in no way saying that if your parents were an asshole means you can be an asshole your whole life. Wrong. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) We're on the same page. We're on the same page. But no, I do agree with you. So, but good for Karen. I mean, she's like, I don't like this law. I'm going to change it, you know? So. Good for Here her. we are in fucking 2020. I mean, to even picture, I mean, she's essentially the same age as I am. So yeah. now she's in her 40s mm-hmm. and has been dealing with this since she was 13. Yeah. Oh, I can't even hardly imagine. No. All right. <sighs> well, good 50th episode. Thank you. Sorry, my word. Oh. Oh. <sighs> Cocksucker. Yeah, right. <clears throat> Ugh. I hear you have something special for a 50th episode. I do. It's something I've been thinking about that I've been wanting to do for some time. Okay. So I have a follow-up to our Halloween episode, our Dear David episode. So actually, all this information was available when I did the first time. (laughs) But for some reason, I didn't see, like, this whole other segment of it. So... You didn't scroll all the way down. Apparently not. <laughs> when it said I had to look at the part three of the video, I'm like, fuck that. And this only is gold. watched episode part one and two. All right. So, but it does. Well, no. I'm okay, not don't get yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get into it. So, I'll do a quick little recap. Okay, yeah. Of our Dear David story. So, let me find it in my fucking notebook. Because if you're just joining us now, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. So, we'll have to figure out. Do you know what episode it was? No. Not, I would have to look. I just remember it was our Halloween episode this last year. So, episode something or other. We, uh, <laughs> it was when Debbie Dean was on. I That's right. That. So, I told the story of Adam Ellis. Adam is an illustrator. He works for BuzzFeed and he lives in Manhattan. Okay. And he's going about his life and he had a very strange dream where he saw a little boy in his dream with sort of a crushed-in side of his head. Mm -hmm. And the next day, he had another dream where he was in a library, and this little girl came over to him, and she's like, you've seen Dear David. And he's like, what? And she's like, you can ask Dear David two questions, but if you ask him a third, he'll kill you. 
so, so extreme. I know. It's like, so what's your problem with the third question? Right. I'd like to know. <laughs> and so later he ends up dreaming of David again. Mm-hmm. And kind of how you have to ask him is you have to say, dear David, and then ask him a question. Okay. So he said, dear David, how did you die? And he responded, an accident in the store. Dear David, what happened in the store? A shelf was pushed on my head. And he said, who pushed the shelf? That was and the third. And that's when he realized it was the third. <gasps> oh. Third question. And so he never got a response or anything. And that is when sort of these weird anomalies sort of began in his apartment. So he was living in the downstairs apartment when this all began. And then shortly after, he moved into the upstairs apartment. The upstairs apartment became available. I think it was a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, so he moved up there. And then he really started having problems. His cat started acting very strange. So that was sort of the first thing. Right at midnight, they would go to the door Mm -hmm. and just be at the door for hours. And meowing at the door and just thinking, like, what is on the other side of the door? And then he would look outside the peephole and see sort of a blur. And he tried to capture all this on camera. And he actually managed to capture some very strange pictures. Mm. Like, for instance, when he looked out the peephole, he took a picture. And you can see this very faint outline of someone with sort of a dented head, a dented head <gasps> on the side. And, um, and then he was sort of playing around with this Polaroid camera that he had bought. And he took a picture of his hallway, and everything is all lit up around the hallway, but through the doorway, it's, like, completely black. Mm -hmm. Or the film wouldn't, it would just uh, develop and be completely black. Right. Just all these sort of weird things that he couldn't explain. He had a computer, uh, a whole TV setup with LED lights, and he completely unplugged it all, and it all started lighting up again, despite being unplugged, and... And just apparently this whole time, he just had sort of a sick sensation and then was getting really worn out. Mm. Like he was just tired and kind of sick feeling all the time. And it tended to get worse around midnight. I did not mention that last time, but as I did more research this time, I kind of found that out. So he has various videos with his cats acting very strangely. Mm swatting at things in the air you know just focusing on something that is invisible but clearly they're upset about something all the while he had been preparing for this trip to japan Mm -hmm. he went to japan he kind of felt better the whole time he was there but on his last day he went and did a little sightseeing and he came across this statue And it was a statue of, like, all these sort of heads coming out. Mm -hmm. And he kind of went around to the fourth side of it, and there was a little boy with his dented-in head. So he was like, ah, totally creeped out. Right as I have to head back to Manhattan to my creeped-out apartment. Right. So there's lots of videos of just stuff falling, stuff moving slightly, just all these videos. Um, He then started hearing noises in the attic. And so he did some, he had this landlord over to investigate and the landlord went up and he didn't find anything. And despite all these like super loud bangs and noises, Mm -hmm. but he did find this like 
solid this one green marble right. and it was just like very strange mm-hmm. with it turns out the marble too had a dented inside oh my god so but i guess that's pretty common because they used to be handmade oh and so they would be like cut oh. but still a little strange but the whole thing with green too like yeah green. like dear david would appear in the green rocking chair in his right. room the there was a green jar on his coffee table that moved slightly. Mm-hmm. There was a green tortoise that fell off the wall. Right. And then later he had a dream where he was being dragged through a, an abandoned warehouse uh, by Dear David. And he woke up the next morning and had bruises on his arm and went to his normal breakfast spot, which was where all these food trucks were in this warehouse. And he went there fully expecting to have coffee like he had the weekend before. Mm And the place was completely abandoned, except for a green chair yeah. inside. Uh, That queen is just too much. I know. It's like, ah, creepy, creepy, creepy. He's just getting more and more through this whole thing. Like, I don't know what to do. I'm just completely hopeless. Um, At one point, he did have um, a friend come over and do like a spiritual cleanse. Mm -hmm. And things actually got a little bit better Mm. after a a little while. But then they, of course, got worse. Mm -hmm. And really where my story ends is he started taking pictures at night Mm -hmm. because he would wake up with this sensation that he had just missed something okay he um actually described it in a tweet as he woke up and it's like the candle had just been burned out but you could still smell the candle you knew it was lit but it's burned out now so that's the sensation he would get when he would wake up like he had just missed something so he downloaded an app that would take a picture once every minute on his phone Mm -hmm. so he sets up his phone he goes to sleep and when he looks through him in the morning all is well all is well all is well and then there'll be a picture of like david in that rocking chair and those pictures are creepy they are creepy you can check them all out online and they look creepy as shit so where we left off with the story back at halloween time is he was taking these pictures at night at once every minute mm-hmm. and there was one picture with David at the end of the bed sitting in the in the chair and then it was him kind of slightly forward and then he was standing at like the foot yeah. of the bed and then he disappeared for a while uh-huh. and kept scrolling and like 15 pictures later or something like that He's up, like, standing next to him uh-huh. in the bed. And then the very next one, it's like he's clearly, like, looking straight into the camera. And Ew, it's so... <laughs> it's, oh, my God. Know, it's, so it's, terrifying. it's so creepy. It's so creepy. Okay. Like, if this is a hoax, it's so elaborate. Like, I know. Fucking good job, yeah. Adam, if this is a hoax. I suspect it's not, though. I could be totally... Is it because it's going to happen now, or...? Maybe. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. No. It just is, as you say, very elaborate right. to be a hoax. If it is, I mean, fucking kudos. Yeah, right. As I said. Okay, so where we left David, he, or not David, excuse me, Adam, he's very tired all the time. He's kind of feeling really run down. He's just um, feeling sort of hopeless about the David situation. Mm-hmm. He just wants his life to go back to normal. So he heads 
This is December 20th, turns out, 2017. Oh my gosh, so <laughs> I old. I'm sorry. Uh, he headed to Montana for the holidays. Okay. He's going to go visit family. Nice. And as soon as he arrived in Montana, he started feeling better. He's felt mm. less foggy, he felt more alive, awake, had more energy. And so he was like, it's the apartment. The yeah. apartment's hot in it, not me. And so he's like, maybe I should move. Yeah. You know, it's it's probably really tough to move in Manhattan. Like oh, especially if so. you find an apartment with decent rent, it's probably very very difficult to right. give it up. Mm. But he was feeling so much better that he even started looking for apartments when he was in Montana. Okay. And so after a few days, though, he started sort of feeling crappy again. Oh, no. And so one night he gets up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. He's sort of looking out into the darkness and the Montana darkness. So he sees something out of the corner of his eye and he assumes it's an animal or something like that. Mm -hmm. So he goes back to bed. And so the next morning he goes out to investigate. And sure enough, he finds animal tracks. Oh, okay. So it's like, okay, it was an animal. No big, yeah. no big deal, guys. All is well. So the next night he's going to the bathroom again and he spots something. Like there's movement again okay. in the window. And so he's staring out, like trying to see what the animal is. You know, uh-huh. is it a little raccoon? Is it a deer? Is it something like that? And he doesn't see anything, doesn't see anything. And then he sort of turns away and he sees something sort of lurch in the (gasps) darkness. And he's like, and so he's like trying to investigate from the window. He can't really see anything. So he ends up going back to bed. Okay. Creeped out though. He's not feeling good. He should really use the bathroom before he goes to bed so he doesn't have to wake up. Okay. I guess when you're like a little bit older, Kaylin, you tend to have to go to the bathroom more in one night. Really? God, I go to the bathroom like three times a night. Really? Yeah, I think so. I tend to drink a ton of water right before I go to oh, bed, though. Oh, girl. That's okay. when I drink all my water. For the day? Yeah, pretty <laughs> a much. Gallon of like water. I'm just chugging water. <laughs> okay. No, but it is true. I drink all, all my liquids in the evening for some weird reason. Okay, interesting. And usually right before I go to bed, I pound an entire glass of water. Well, it's, I think you're supposed to do that to like keep yourself hydrated during the night, but okay, well. But I do suffer from having right. to get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, Caitlin, in your judgment. So he's creeped out. He goes back to bed. Yeah. Next morning, he gets up to investigate the footprints again. And he goes out, and rather than seeing animal tracks this time, he sees footprints <gasps> clearly made by a person no. and they are small footprints. No, no, I know no. I already have like fucking <laughs> goosebumps again. Like little kid shoes? Like little kid shoes oh and there is total pictures of them. <sighs> so he tries to follow them um, but they end, like end in a ditch and they don't go on after that. So he's done going to the bathroom yeah. in the middle of the night clearly. <laughs> as I would be too. Yeah. So yeah, after that, he's too scared to leave his room in Absolutely. the middle of the night. Um, and it's like, what are you going to call the cops over, you know, some weird Footprints, tracks? Yeah. You know, no. Anyway, he went back to New York feeling like he had 100% gone back to square one. Aww, like he's just feeling, yeah, he's hopeless and just feeling like this fucking haunting is never going to end. 
Yeah. Well, because you asked the third question, bro. Yeah. You shouldn't have done it. Yeah. You shouldn't have done it. Oh, so he continues to take pictures and he is plagued with nightmares oh, and that and it's just i think there was one nightmare about like a headless like just a head yelling at him and it was oh. just very strange disturbing dreams that are keeping him up at night okay i guess not technically keeping him up at night but creeping him out at night yeah <laughs> he again has the feeling that he's awoken to something that has just happened like something happened and he awoke right after it. Mm -hmm. So he continues with the pictures and nothing comes of it for a few nights. He had a terrible dream and David was in the up on the ceiling in the corner of his room, Ew, like hovering there. Like Spider-Man? Yeah, kind of. Ugh. Total Spider-Man. And I guess his, he's like whispering something super fast. And he can't make out what he's saying or anything. Uh -huh. And he's, you know, in a dream, so he can't move and he can only just watch. And then next thing he sees, he like, David is right above him <gasps> in his, up on the ceiling oh still, God. though. So Adam is laying in bed. Uh -huh. He's got David on the ceiling hovering above him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he feels this plunging into his chest. <gasps> and... He wakes up and he's out of breath. He's like, the wind has been knocked out of him and he's looking frantically around trying to see what the fuck just hit him in the middle of the uh -huh. night. And of course, there's nothing around him or anything like that. Oh my like gosh. And so he grabbed his phone kind of once he pulled himself together and started scrolling through the pictures and there was nothing until the very last picture. And he posted it online. You can see this blur of like a little boy that's like coming Calling? down oh and my like into him oh <gasps> it's the creepiest picture you should okay, see it you'll have to check it out so and then everything was peaceful really so nothing else really happened uh -huh. he just sort of things kind of went back to normal except he would lose chunks of time so after Adam had caught this picture online, he tweeted, I don't know what to do here. I just don't know. Oh. And so he's feeling pretty like, mm, uh -huh. that can't be good. Especially but... if he's losing chunks of time. Yeah. So he started losing chunks of time. And then also what would happen to him is he would hear something but couldn't quite like understand what the person said so he'd be like can you repeat yourself and they'd be like i never said a word <laughs> so they say it like that yeah, I, was... I never said a word <laughs> dramatic just like that <laughs> you know he was feeling really good but he couldn't shake the feeling that something weird was going on mm -hmm. so now he was despite the fact that he knew kind of something weird was obviously up yeah uh, he decided to go on with his life. As I said, he's feeling much better. He has stopped dreaming about David. Okay. Um, he hasn't really caught anything on camera. So, in fact, he was going to Twitter to say as much to his followers. Like, okay. this is all over. It seems to be done. All is peaceful. All right. And But he, as he was going to Twitter, he noticed he had way more notifications than normal. So he's oh. like, what? What the fuck? It's like us. I know. It's very surprising. <laughs> what is happening? We're not right. sure. Um, no, so he had put up uh, like an Instagram story of the day 
thing where it was just him and a girlfriend. They had put up some brunch photos. Cute. So yeah, it was actually was quite cute. They she's adorable. Um, they took some pictures of their food. It was three three pictures that they posted. So okay. some pictures of their food, a picture of just the two of them, and then a third picture of just the two of them. And it everything seemed well until people were like what the fuck is up with your picture on Instagram? Something's very strange. Okay. And so they had screenshotted the picture. Because I guess Instagram stories, stories of the day. They, di- they disappear after yeah. like 24 hours. And so like people had screenshotted uh-huh. um, what it was. And it's a very bizarre picture. So the last picture, it turned into sort of, it got distorted. And instead of just normal colors, it was all like pink and blue. And then over Adam's face you can see the outline of another face. <gasps> yeah. What? Yeah. Hi, you want to talk about possession? That's what, what? I think. Yeah, I know. I got goosebumps again. Oh, so. Ugh. Yeah, he said he couldn't make any sense of what was happening to his face in the picture. What? Um, and then things started to get strange again oh for Adam. Oh, my God. So all these sort of very strange tweets I guess it's not even strange but it was like I'm doing fine and that's all it was with no punctuation no hashtag no, no yeah nothing. it's just like I'm doing fine and then there would be um, an extra space in between I'm and fine and there was another one oh everything is fine and then there was extra spaces in between is and fine and then a couple of cat videos got uploaded. So okay. it was the cats acting very strangely once oh, his again. Cats. His not cats. Not just random cats. Yeah, not okay. just random weird cat videos. Right. Um, but they were like taken from a vantage point of like the phone was on the ground or something. And the cat's like, meow, meow, like acting really strange. Just like, you're that? welcome. Yes. <laughs> okay. Fucking sound effects on point. Right, yeah. That's good. <laughs> But just really, but with no context, no story around it, no, because mm-hmm. that's usually what he does is, hi, I would like to explain this weird thing that's happening to me right. in a very grammatically correct and punctuated way. Mm-hmm. And then these two cat videos just got posted with no explanation. And then a weird thing that says everything is fine. And then he had another tweet that says... I'm okay, and everything will be like it was before. And the, that's the end of the tweet. And so at this point, he announces that he's leaving his job. Okay. And he's going to pursue his own personal projects, and that his job is too much for him at this point. Okay. Um, and then there was another cat video. <laughs> so it's like Cats. these two weird cat okay. videos. These very strange tweets that are not like any of the tweets that he's written before. And turns out he's got no answers for these videos and tweets. Like, he doesn't know how to explain them. Mm -hmm. It doesn't sound like he was actually the one or has no memory of posting them. Mm -hmm. And someone tweeted, like, hey, we just want some answers. And he tweeted back, you'll get them. And that was... Kind of the end of it. And that's where we are now. What? Yeah. It's just sort of... So I think that Adam... Or, yeah, Adam is probably being possessed by David at this point. And Whoa. he's just sort of randomly posting weird shit online. 
I know, like this update is not really an update. I know, I wanted even more. It's more questions. More questions indeed. So I kept looking, I didn't find any... So he left BuzzFeed. He left BuzzFeed to work on his own. He still lives there. He's posting weird shit with his cats. No more David stuff, but there's weird photos. Yeah, I should find that photo for you. It's just Um, all weird. I mean, if this was a hoax, say, it's kind of a cop-out way to end it, I guess. Like, I don't know. Well, I'm thinking he's, you know, David's living his best Best life life now. (laughs) I guess. The, you should see some of the, like the the um, tweets back to yeah. him, especially the "I am fine." And there, so there was two tweets where he it was very it was yeah, just space. all lower caps and yeah, and then there was uh, two spaces between "is" and "fine," and right. the other one was "everything is good" or mm-hmm. something like that. And there was two spaces in front of the "good" mm-hmm. again. So that's when people are thinking that's when David is tweeting. Right. Yeah, there was a ton of like, uh, thanks, David. I hope you're living your best life. <laughs> or, you know, I hope you're enjoying your skin suit. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, poor guy. Well, uh, I wonder, like, how does his girlfriend feel? Like, is he different to her? I think he's single. Um, oh. It was just a friend. Like a, oh, like he's a, a girlfriend. Girl who's a friend. Uh, I apologize. Like, a random girlfriend. I see. Not a, not a relationship. Not a love interest. Like, I would have sleepovers every night because I would be terrified. I'd you like, want to know who would not be involved in those sweet sleepovers? You. Me. Yeah, yeah. No, you'd come and we'll use the Ouija board and talk to David and... You have lost your fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> use the Ouija board. Hi. So David can jump from Adam's body to yours? Come on. No, to yours. Use... Oh! <laughs> I don't think so. Oh my god uh, no if you just go and look at there's little david in the picture um oh i know gosh. they're so fucking creepy like if it is a hoax well fucking done you nailed it yeah right too creepy man um okay so um, long story short he's possessed dear david is now possessing adam instead of just haunting him so hopefully we have an update by Halloween again, maybe. Oh God, I hope so. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Poor Adam. Fucking oh his gosh. whole life is terrible. Actually, that's it scary. Like it's gotten much better. <laughs> I guess, but if you you lose in blocks of time, like what are you doing? Oh, God, there's so many creepy pictures. No, check out the videos. Check out the pictures because they're fucking creepy as shit. Everyone else do that and let us know what you think. Yeah. Do you think it's a hoax or do you think it's legit? So, if you want to hear the beginning of the Dear David story, check yeah. out episode 30. And okay. we talk about it on our Halloween episode. Ooh, spooky. Mm-hmm. Halloween's on a Saturday this year, so. Oh, shit. And isn't there, like, some crazy, like. like full moon, too. Yeah, some, like, weird blue full moon or something. No, I don't know. Not a blue moon, but it's, uh, I don't know. Okay. Forget it. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I can always tell. We're done talking about that. <laughs> I mean, that's a good update, but I'm not as fulfilling as you were hoping. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. That's okay. Same. I felt like I had to do an update. No, though. yeah, absolutely. I think people would want an update. It's creepy. I don't like it. Oh, it's so, it's so interesting. It's like it's hard to. You can't see. I uh, okay. Yeah. I just can't. I have no words. No words. <laughs> um. 
So thanks for listening for, you know, 50 episodes. I know. Holy cow. Oh my God. All right. So happy 50th episode. Woo woo. And thank you all so much for listening. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. You can email us and check out our website. It's all at I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now. Dot com at gmail.com, Facebook and Instagram, all of that. <laughs> so um, make some cantaloupies and Round enjoy. two cantaloupies. Yeah. I.e. added a little seven up. It, delicious. They you are can't delicious. go wrong. Oh, you can't go wrong. God. You just have to, it's kind of a bitch to make the juice. Yeah, not too bad, but yeah, kind of. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you, Michelle, for making those. And uh, we'll see you next time on uh, episode 51. Woo! All right, goodbye. Bye.